All right. For today's episode of Slinging It with QB Velocity, episode one of season three, we're joined today by current Cowboys head end, Sean McKeon. Sean, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those of you who don't, don't know much about Sean, Sean's originally from Dudley, Massachusetts. He was uh, highly recruited coming out of high school as a number two recruit in Massachusetts coming out in 2016. Then he went on to Michigan, played there uh, for four years, and now he's currently on currently on the Cowboys. So, Sean, first thing that I want to know is, you know, when did when did you kind of find your passion for football and um, what what made you kind of get that drive for football? Yeah, honestly, it starts when I was uh, really young. I, th- I started playing the first year that uh, that they would let you. I, th- I think I was seven years old. And, uh, you know, I just remember playing peewee football in uh in charleston and dudley you know uh every year as a kid and and uh you know it's just all i really wanted to do i kind of dreamed of being the nfl uh from a young age and i think it kind of became more of a reality when i when i got to high school and uh you know hit hit my growth spur got a little bigger (laughs) so uh yeah i'd say you know, definitely from a young age, but probably uh, probably realized it was like possible in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, was there anyone either locally or kind of in the NFL they really looked up to and uh, kind of wanted to be like at a certain to a certain extent? Yeah, I mean, I would say I, I played running back honestly growing up. <laughs> I was a lot shorter. I played so I played running back uh, in Pee Wee, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I definitely watched the Patriots all the time. Um, you know, I liked uh, their running backs. I remember, uh, you know, just just a couple of the old guys. I remember Joseph Adai on the Colts. used to mm-hmm. like watching him and, uh, you know, Barry Sanders and those guys in the Lions. So um, that was kind of my idols as like a little kid, I guess. And then I think more in high school is obviously, you know, the tight ends like Gronk and uh, – Aaron Hernandez, when he was when he was playing, um, you know, he was a good tight end, and just it being in New England, watching those guys, mm-hmm. uh, seeing how they played. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, if you could, if you could go back to your younger self, is there any advice that you would give yourself? Uh, I don't. That's a good question. I mean, I would just say uh, probably listen to my parents more. <laughs> Because uh, they would always be the ones uh, trying to wake me up to to go work out, go do whatever. And, uh, you know, it was a struggle sometimes, but eventually I I ended up listening to them. But it just took mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And what was it what was it like for you growing up in Mass and uh, trying to get your name out there as, as a recruit? Yeah, it's definitely tough. Uh, you know, Massachusetts is not the biggest football state in the country. Um but, you know, I just – I went to, you know, every prospect camp that I could, uh, you know, made my highlight tape of uh, of every high school game I played, every scrimmage. And, you know, I was just always sending it out to, to coaches or guys that ran recruiting and, uh, you know, looked at those kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, really you just got to do it all and, and uh, you know, hope that someone notices you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is there any particular advice that you would give to high school kids going through that process right now, especially mid, you know, mid COVID? Yeah. I mean, I would say just, 
just use your resources, use your high school coach, you know, talk to him, have him help you make a, a highlight tape, you know, send it to him, have him send it out to, you know, other coaches, uh, college coaches he knows. And, and, uh, you know, just, just try to get your name out there as much as possible. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, the right person will see it and, and, uh, be interested. For sure. For sure. Now kind of going back to you towards your, you know, you're going into your senior year, you ultimately choose Michigan. You have, you had a good amount of offers. So what ends up making you choose Michigan in the end? Yeah, I would say just, I, I kind of fell in love with the school. Um, you know, it was Jim Harbaugh's first year there. So that was definitely a big factor. I, I liked him and, you know, he's a reputation uh, of uh, using and uh, a lot of tight ends in his offense. Mm -hmm. So I definitely liked that. And, uh, you know, just once I kind of set foot on campus, I, I just kind of felt like it was my home personally. So, uh, you know, I, th I think all of that definitely factored in for sure. Mm -hmm. And what was your mentality once you got to campus as, you know, as a competitor, you want to be able to play right away. So what was kind of your mentality when um, you got you got to campus? Yeah, uh, I mean, I knew I was I was undersized. I was small. Uh, it was a big jump uh, for me from going from high school to mm -hmm. to college at first. So um, really, I, I just focused on grinding in the weight room and, uh, you know, be, uh, becoming good friends with the uh, the strength coaches in there and, you know, just doing the extra work that it takes to, uh, you know, just catch up to those guys at the college level because it is a big jump. Um, you know, there's some big boys out there. <laughs> uh, so I'll say that was probably the biggest part at first. And also just, just learning the playbook too. I mean, in high school, we, uh, we probably had like 10 or 15 plays. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's a big jump, you know, just learning that at first. And it definitely took me a while, uh, for sure. But I feel like once you kind of get comfortable with the playbook, it makes everything a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And is there anything that you did in particular to kind of be able to handle all that? Because like you just said, that that's a lot of things trying to go put on weight, trying to learn the playbook, getting used to taking classes. So is there any kind of tips or anything or uh, kind of hacks that you had for kind of managing your time um, efficiently? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely tough. There are days where, you know, you leave your dorm at whatever, 7 a.m. and you don't get back until 8 at night and you're ready to mm -hmm. go to bed. But um, you know, just, just really go and you just got to set a schedule and, and make it a habit and just do that schedule, uh, you know, just repeat it. And I, I feel like that's the easiest way for me is just to have that habit set in place and, uh, just have something, a set schedule that works for you. So, I mean, yeah, I would have like class in the morning and, um, you know, I was trying to gain weight. So I, I made sure I went to the, to the dining hall and ate as much as I could in between classes <laughs> um but yeah and then just uh going to football after class and, and grinding that and then we always had to go to um the academic center after football and uh meet with our tutors do our homework whatever and then uh after that go home so that was kind of my schedule for uh most of college in, in the beginning at least <laughs> right right exactly yeah. exactly and was anyone either, I know you mentioned the strength coaches at Michigan. So is there anyone, whether in college or um, throughout high school, that someone in particular that was kind of a huge part of your journey, whether it was a mentor or coach or whatever? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's 
there's so many people mm. I could name probably. Um, you know, I think the strength, I think it's, it's kind of the people that work behind the scenes that, uh, you know, do a lot of the work and don't get the recognition, the strength coaches and nutritionists, um, you know, your position coach. Um, I, I think, you know, all those people definitely had the, uh, a big impact on me for sure. Um, you know, just being a, a skinny kid, I always had to gain weight. You know, I, I definitely had to get a lot of help from the strength staff, uh, you know, trying to, trying to gain weight, put on good weight. And then the nutritionists at, at Michigan, um, you know, whether it's, uh, weight gain smoothies and, and stuff like that and, and, uh, buying certain groceries that, uh, they told me to get. So I think all that definitely, you know, plays a, a big factor into it. hundred percent. And, you know, at QB Velocity, we work with a bunch of guys who uh, could definitely you could definitely put on some weight, like either whether they're transitioning like you did from high school, senior to freshman in college. Right. Yeah. So what are what are some kind of like you said, you just had like a weight loss smoothie or some different groceries. So what are some things that um, they could be eating or doing to help put on weight? Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I think uh, smoothies, whether it's protein shakes or or weight gain shakes, just that's that's the easiest for me. I think it's mm -hmm. easiest to kind of drink carbs. Um, it's the way my nutritionist used to say it's, you know, so sometimes you just get sick of eating all that food and right. just putting in a smoothie makes it easier. Um, you know, probably some of my favorites. I'm a big just strawberry banana guy. Throw the protein powder in there, some yogurt. Um, you know, another one I liked was uh, throw some peanut butter in there, some chocolate protein powder. Kind of tastes like a chocolate peanut butter mm -hmm. shake maybe banana in there too. Um, and then the, like also just throw some spinach in there, get, get your veggies. You don't really taste the spinach. Sure. So that's kind yeah. of a, a hack that I did. Uh, just kind of mix some veggies in there, make it easier. Um, Cause those are important. And I feel like sometimes everyone gets so obsessed with carbs and protein that they mm -hmm. forget, uh, you know, veggies are a big part in your diet too. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a good point too. Like you said, uh, you can you can you can make it taste good too. Like eating eating healthy doesn't always have to be um, not not eating tasty things. Like there's a bunch of good good tasting things that are also healthy, which a lot of people I think don't understand. Yeah, no doubt for sure. And uh, you know, I definitely tried to find all the the best taste healthy stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hundred percent. And so now for you, what was your favorite uh, memory at Michigan, whether it was during a game or anything like that? Uh, I would say, you know, anytime we beat Michigan State was always probably one of the better games of the whole season. Um, you know, whether it's at home or, or their place, you know, winning a rivalry game is, is huge for us. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely beating them, I'd say, probably scoring my first touchdown ever was, was pretty awesome in Michigan stadium. So I definitely, you know, remember that, uh, pretty well, but, um, I would say, yeah, probably those, those two for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how was, how was the tradition over there? Like obviously Michigan's tradition is, is extremely rich. So just kind of talk about what it was like to be a part of that tradition. Yeah. I mean, you, when you walk through the building, you just see all over the walls, like all the, the past legends that played there, all the Heismans, all the national championships they won in the past. So, you know, that's definitely a factor that, that motivates you just to try to be your best and, and try to live up to those people that played before you. 
And uh, so I think that definitely is a big part of our program and, and motivates our guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So now, you know, get heading after senior year, you're heading into the pre-draft process. So what was, what was that like for you going through that whole process? Yeah, it was, it was a little rough for me. Uh, I was kind of hurt my senior year a little bit. I had a, a lingering hamstring injury that kind of just sucked the whole year to deal with. But um, so I, I was, uh, I went to Bomberitos down in Florida. It's a combine training place there. So that's where I was uh, training for the combine and pro day. And uh, it was going good. Uh, kind of tweaked my hamstring, uh, like training for the 40. So was uh, mostly hurt a little bit for most of my time there. And then um, got healthy again for pro day after the combine. But uh, our pro day ended up getting canceled. So I never really got to run a real 40 uh, or get a tie, which was kind of weird. <laughs> right, right. Do you do any of that like virtually? Kind of send in your times and stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I tried to make a workout video after pro day just just because that's kind of when all the COVID stuff hit was mm-hmm. really right uh when i was supposed to have pro day and i was gonna run at that uh, but that didn't happen so i made like a little uh workout video back uh actually in auburn in massachusetts uh just like with my dad and my old high school coach and uh sent that out to all the teams but uh, yeah, I'm not sure how much that really affected uh, right. anything because, uh, you know, they weren't there to see it for themselves, but it definitely didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Definitely a, definitely a strange uh, process for any guy who was looking to get into the NFL last year. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so and so ultimately you end up going undrafted. So does that does that really give you a chip on your shoulder, you know, heading into camp and uh, heading into the season and obviously now too we're we're back in the off season yeah I mean for sure I feel like you know I've kind of always had that chip wherever I've gone uh just being like a, a kind of lower side recruit at Michigan and and eventually starting there and getting undrafted so I feel like it's kind of like I'm always been there before uh mm-hmm. you know I'm just starting back at the bottom on on the roster and uh I mean, the only thing you can do is, is get to work. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of how I looked at it. And, you know, just every day I try to get a little better, try to get a little bigger, faster, stronger, and uh, really just just gave it all I had in, in camp and uh, just just tried to show, you know, the management and the Cowboys what I, what I could do with uh, every opportunity I got. Right, absolutely. And what's, what's your experience with the Cowboys been like so far, you know, after – you just got out of year one now heading into the off season. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, uh, you know, a dream come true just just to be in the NFL and, and make it this far. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a lot different than, than college was. You know, you don't have class anymore. It's just football all the time. So, uh, you know, I definitely like it a little better. Um, obviously, no one really likes class, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's it's honestly been awesome just just kind of playing against some of the guys that I grew up watching and and uh, on TV when I was a kid and you know it's it's pretty crazy to actually be sharing the sharing the same field with them now. Yeah, hundred percent. 
100%. Is, has there been anyone uh, within the Cowboys organization that has been really good for you kind of as, as like a mentor or someone that you've really been able to uh, almost follow their lead? Yeah, I mean, I would just say all, all the tight ends in the room, uh, you know, I feel like they really welcomed me in, whether it was, it was Blake Jarwin and, and Dalton Schultz and Blake Bell and and uh, Cole Hecatini. And I feel like, you know, all those guys – uh, kind of helped me out in camp and, uh, you know, showed me the ropes. So I was, I was definitely, you know, a little surprised and very, very grateful for that, that, uh, you know, people say the NFL is a lot different than college and, you know, no one really looks out for each other, but I don't think that's entirely true. I think a mm -hmm. lot of the guys on the Cowboys are, you know, good dudes and, uh, you know, good teammates. So um, definitely glad to, to be a part of this team for sure. Right, definitely. That's huge. That's huge. And what are you? What are your expectations heading into heading into year two? Personally, as a team. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd just trying to get some more playing time, and uh, you know, I played a little bit of special teams and uh, some three tight end sets last year, and uh, rotated in a little bit. But you know, definitely trying to grow my role and. Uh, you know, just it's gonna. It'll. Be, I feel like it'll be a lot easier just having the experience I have and knowing the offense now, and uh, you know, just just coming in the year two, looking to get a little bigger, uh, put on some more weight, and uh, you know, just just really work on the techniques that uh, my tight end coach taught me last year, and then just working on those and getting better at them for next year. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. What are, What are your team goals? What do you, What's the uh, prediction for our record? <laughs> well uh, you know obviously uh i hope we win every game <laughs> yeah of course um but you know we we had a lot of hurt guys last year uh we missing most of our starting o-line and mm -hmm. obviously Dak got hurt so you know getting all of them back will be huge and uh you know i'm just excited to actually play with them uh kind of for the first time and uh you know i, I think we'll be in good shape uh Hope, you know, I know we'll win the division and make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, all right, Sean. Well, that's that's all the questions that that I had today. Again, thanks for thanks for joining us today for Slinging It at Episode 1. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely.